You will not stand before God thinking that you're going to heaven and you're going to your lifestyle on earth justify you to go to hell. That's because you know Jesus. There's no guarantee that you're going to heaven. Heaven is a place that people have prepared themselves on earth by living the word. See, you can know the word and never live the word. The word has to dwell in us in a way that it changed the way you walk. In a sense, change the way you think, change the way you talk, change the way you treat people, change you completely. You can, the Bible says, any man be in Christ Jesus. Ready where you going? You haven't said what you're teaching on. He is new. Amen. So let me just back up. Sorry. Uh, we're teaching on the appointment. This is point three. The appointment. This one, like uh, Captain Wilson is saying, that's what kicked it off in my mind. This appointment that you will never be able to cancel, miss, or be late. God already decided the day that you're going to check out. He, he is the beginning and the ending of every person's life in here. He knows exactly a day that he will call you home. He knows. And he also knows if you don't start doing certain things, what's going to take you out. He knows the food that you're eating going to destroy your body. He knows all these things. You don't have to die because of sickness. But someone so told me, said, how are you going to get out of this world? Oh, you don't have to be really sick to leave this world. Amen? But that's another teaching within himself. Hebrew 9.27 says, It is appointed to men to die. And after that comes what? The judgment. Every person has three appointments. Appointment with death. Appointment to be judged. You can just write this down. We went on it last week. Romans 14 and 12, you know, it stated that every man and every woman, every boy will stand before God to give an account for the deeds that were done in your body. And the third appointment is appointment to stand before the great judgment seat of God. And there will be your last appointment. That last appointment will let you know where you are going. But today, today we are going to focus on who is going. Now the Bible is going to tell us. No, I don't know, but the Bible is going to tell us who is going to heaven and who is going to hell if they do not change. See, we have space to change. In the book of Revelation, God said, I've given her space to change, but she wouldn't change. So I erased her name out of the Lamb Book of Life. God has given every person in here and every person that listens today space to change. And you know, because the Holy Spirit dwells in all of us. And the Holy Spirit was sent to prepare us for heaven. The voice of the Holy Spirit has been telling us many things that we need to change. 
But we allow the lust of the flesh to justify why we do certain things. And all the time in your mind, you know this is wrong. But then you justify yourself. But um, before I go any further, uh, do you not know there's two books kept on you? In the book of Revelation, the Bible said when they, when they was all gathered at the wax stone judgment to be judged, he said there was a book and there was another book and there was a third book. So I'm saying there's two books in heaven that keep in record on each one of us. And that ain't going let you read it. It's in Revelation. It's on the pull of that. Revelation chapter 20. And let's read uh, verse 12. Verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And follow a couple of verses said, which burned forever and ever and ever. You will be tormented. The Bible said, they and night. There will be no ending to your torment. There's nothing on earth, nothing that flesh could tell me that would justify me this just coming to sin. That go to hell if I could get out. Like Pastor always said, you could be there for 20,000 years and get out, but there's no you ending. There is no ending. I'm always just kind of making in my mind this fire or brimstone going to be burning night and day. People are hollering. It's not going to be your flesh, your spirit. Your spirit lives forever. All spirits live forever. That's why you can, uh, Jesus destroyed the power of Satan, but he did not destroy his spirit. His spirit lives forever. Spirit have no, no, no death. It always lives. Your spirit is going to be cast into the lake. I mean, I'm not saying you are going to hell. Excuse me. But the people name that is not written in the Lamb Book of Life, have to stay with the Bible. He said Yo, you will be cast in. So it's not your flesh. Your flesh will burn up, but your spirit will never burn up. So you need to think about you know, continue sinning. Uh, and when I say sin, 
It's not this fornication is not the only sin. It's a list of sins in this Bible. Tell us that was sent us to hell. Gossip, criticizing. Every spirit that God said that we should not do is a spirit that is against the law of God. And God has sent the Holy Spirit to indwell, to empower each one of us so that we can do everything that God commanded us to do. This generation of ours says, is without excuse. You have no excuse to live like that devil. None whatsoever. Why? Because God said that no, you're not, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You will shine. He empower us to do, if we want to live holy, the power is there. If we want to stop sinning, the power is there. It's up to you. The Holy Spirit is not going to just make you stop sinning, make you stop doing things that are unpleasing to God. When you make up your mind that you want to stop, your mind is made up in your heart. When you make up in your heart that you want to stop, that's when the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost will empower you, strengthen you, help you to stand and change you. Folks that, you know, have been changing for years, it's only on your lips. Your heart never wants to change. When you continue sinning, and you continue living contrary to the word of God, it's not in your heart to change. It might be on your lips, but when your heart wants to change, the Holy Spirit knows that you want to change. But when I tell the Holy Spirit that I want to change with my lips, he said, no, you don't. That's your lips and not in your heart. Then your God tell you that people can worship him with their lips, but their heart. The heart can be so far from God. You can worship, you can tear the church down, but that don't mean that you are lover of God and obeying the word of God. He said, God said, yeah, these people worship me. They playing beautiful music. They singing good songs. They're ushering good. They're doing all these things. He said, but their heart is far from me. Your heart. Salvation started in your what? He said, if you believe in your what? Heart. Everything starts in your heart. The change of life starts in your heart first. And it manifests itself in your flesh, in your action, in your talk, in how you treat others. But it starts in your heart. Then the Bible mentioned your heart is hard, hard. Heart is cold. Your heart can be cold, no love, no compassion, no concern for others. It's all about you and nobody else. That's a selfish spirit. That's a bad spirit. That's a one of the spirit that God said you need to get rid of. Hello. Amen, amen to me too. I'll say amen, Dr. Betty. The Holy Ghost keep on teaching. Uh, I'm going to go to heaven too. I'm going to teach you in heaven. And I'm you got to be kidding me. God teaches us. The Holy Ghost teaches us what? Oh. 
flattering him with your faith, but he know you. You can fool folks that you so holy and you know how to act holy, live holy, say holy, but God said, I'm not convinced. Let's read, y'all looking at that list, huh? Let's read Galatians 5, verse 19 and 20. It's one list. That's not the only list. Now, you might look at that and you don't see yourself in that list. This <laughs> is oh God. I didn't find, but I have several, several more lists. Okay, let's read verse 19. Verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, verse 20, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, verse 21, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings. Who up that now? You say drunkenness? Drunkenness. Drunkenness. <laughs> well, I thought it was okay. <laughs> that was a nightcap. They call it. Something terrible food down, some people claim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be very disappointed because there's no, no, nothing to carry your food down in heaven. That's why you would not be happy going to heaven when you love the sin. You don't have no fun in heaven, as you think. Okay, let's continue reading. 21. Envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, mm -hmm. of the which I tell you before, I told you. as I have also told you in time past. Told you in time past, I told you before, I don't want to know where you're going. Said I, okay. That they, they. which do such things mm -hmm. shall not inherit the kingdom of God. God has given us space to change. He's telling you exactly where you are going if you continue doing these things. These spirit would take you straight to hell. Could you read that in Alpha 5 Bible? I know. 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, your lives will produce those evil results. Sexual immorality, impure thoughts, eagerness for lustful pleasure. Verse 20. Idolatry. Participation in demonic activities, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, divisions, the feeling that everyone is wrong except those in your own little group. Hello! 21. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties. Oh Lord, tell me, Christians, now they pointing down. Now they think it's okay to party, okay to live like the world. God has not changed his mind. 
wild parties, and other kinds of sin. Look, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Let me know. So you won't be surprised when you stand before the judgment seat of God. And the books are open. And you know how you lived on earth. So, at no point you crying and begging up there. There'll be no tears. God will take them tears from you and just crying up heaven. Everything you see. Anyway, it's too late. Once you meet that first appointment, it's death. It's all over. It's all over. He will not send you back to earth to live to get it right because he knows you're going to do the same thing because you have the same mindset, the same heart. You know how some people uh, 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 stop doing things when they expose? Other than that, they will keep on doing it. But because somebody put the thing on you, you stop. But you didn't really stop. You stop in the flesh for a season, but your heart never stopped. Let's stop, stop doing things. Take starts in your heart. Not because somebody said, oh, oh, I got you. Oh, well, I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, yes, you do. Because you didn't give up on your own. You have to get that evil spirit, that sinful spirit out of your heart. Because if you do not, it's going to come back in another way. Amen. Okay, let's turn in your Bible to Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. And it's another list of sin. You think I can bad how many list of sin? <laughs> you know, this Bible is written to believers. Very few things we hear talk about a sinner. Sinner doesn't read the Bible, you know that. Who reads the Bible? They just scared. Pastor, please holler and tell the people something for me. Are you scared of it? <laughs> Who reads the Bible? Christian. So everything in here is for who? Okay. Hello? Continue, please. Verse 5. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Verse 6, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Who he called? He's talking about believers, not about us. So the wrath of God is going to come upon you. God commanded us to put to death Modify the things of your body. Change the way you're living. Because if you do not change, I promise you that the wrath of God is going to come upon you. Because mm -hmm. that's in your Bible. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You know, <laughs> God commanded the believer to put to death all sins that enslave the body. The sins enslaves your body because all sin is manifested in the flesh. And it enslaves the body. 
make a slave out of you. Its whole purpose is to get you to go to hell with them because all of them are going to hell. Revelation 20 and 10 said, the devil himself will cast me into hell. It says in Revelation 20 and 10 is what it says. And meaning that you will be in hell with your friend if you do not change. God says, teach the truth. Your blood will not be on my hand. I'm going to tell you the truth, where you like it, where you love it. Doesn't matter to me as long as I clear myself with my boss. It's all matters. As long as Jesus and the Holy Spirit, my supervisor, make a good report, but this is all he's doing, I'm good. Amen. That's how much God loves you, and that's how much I love you. Not to try to make you feel good every time I teach. Shaka. Yoka. I'm not a good teacher, I'm not a good preacher, whatever you call me, if I just do things because of, I want you to be happy all the time. No, I hate you because I'm sending you to hell for not telling you the truth. It's going to make you free. And you know it's, the world is coming to an end. Yeah. And we all know that God said live holy. Yeah. So you need, we need someone to tell us, to show us, wake us up. The Bible says sometimes we need to wake up out of a deep sleep. Yes. Glory. Ah. See, we get so relaxing, church. Anything goes there. And we, we try to uh, 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 say to uh, convince ourselves that God understands and God is not going to send us to hell. No, God will never send you to hell. You send yourself. He'll think he's sending you any place. The way you live sends you to heaven or hell. Why didn't you say that? You was afraid of the faces. No, you won't have to tell me that. Amen. Okay, continue reading. Verse 7. In the which ye also walked sometimes when ye lived in them. Now he's talking about before you got saved, this is how you live. Now that you saved, you shouldn't be living like this. So you walked in when you were saved. You had hard, ungodly parties when you was, before you got saved. You did all these things. But now that you are saved, he said, put these things to death. Modify your body. Cleanse your body from all the filth of the flesh. Somewhere in there he said he called it the filth of the flesh. He called all sin ungodly, filthy sin that attach themselves to your flesh and manifest themselves from your flesh. Because every spirit mission is to get you in hell. Yes. And it's a, a like I said, a slap in the face to God. You call them your people? You call them your people? You call them your dwelling place? 
They sin at the drop of a hat. They never obey you. They disobey you. They make promise that they never keep. But God still said they still my people. As long as you're on earth and alive, God always look at you changing. But when you make that first appointment, he says all over. Thought she was going to change. Thought he was going to change. It's too late now. Ah, Holy Spirit said, God, I've done all I could. I convicted them. I brought certain preaching and teaching to them. I just couldn't live holy for them. They had to live holy, but I was going to help them. Where are we now? Verse 8. Verse 8. But now, ye also put off all these. Put them off. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Woo! Oh, Christians are good at that now because they watch too much filth on TV. <laughs> and they get with their friends and all they talk about is filth. And the Bible says, let your conversation be as though it become the gospel of God. People standing around and you're supposed to be a Christian, they listen to all that just you're talking. No one in the world will follow you to church. You're living just like them. And you, you justified sinners. I kick up. We justify sinners not to want to ever be saved. Because they're looking at your loose life that you live. No conviction, no reverence to God. No talking about God. Always talking worldly talk. So we justify them not to want to be saved. You understand? We are stumbling block to people. Well, in their way, they can't, they can't see God because they think you are saved because just because you go to church doesn't make you saved. And you go, leave church living like the devil, doing things that unsaved people do. How can you tell them to get saved when you with them? They don't see no change in your life. All they know you just go to church, big deal. We're going to give an account for all the songs that we stood in and blocked from being saved. Stumbling block to people. And saying that you belong to Christ and not representing him. We are his representative. We have to represent who we talk about. We are the light of the world. They don't see no light in you. Why do you think they don't follow you to church? Your whole household, nobody saves in the house. Why? Because you live a hypocrite life. You don't live good enough to get anybody saved. Didn't Pastor tell you the story? That when I got saved, I was saved. It convicted him. You know, Pastor's a hardcore, you know him. But it convicted him. Because the way that I live. Not the way that I talk. Not the way that I said I'm going to church. But the way that I live, I'm reverend to God that I said I was in the love with and that it saved my soul. So when people see that, they cannot resist the God in you. And he could not resist. He tried everything he could. He told you everything he could to make me stop going to church. But he could not stop me. And he saw something. But the people in your household live with you every day. Nobody getting saved. Nobody coming to church. You better check yourself out. Mm -hmm. 
Because every place that Jesus went, he made a difference. Well, people, no, you don't have to just, you just live it. You just live it. You live a life reverent to the God that you serve. You just live it. You don't have to say, y'all need to go to church or hypocrite and go to hell. You don't need to say that. Just live it. You live it. Live it. Ah. Just live it. Will that family want to go to church? They used to tell me, Daddy ain't going, why should we go? <laughs> but that didn't stop me. It make me feel bad. They still ain't go to church. It's living. Then what happened? Pastor got saved, brought himself all the way to the pulpit. You'd have never believed it if you'd known his life. You'd have never thought that this man would ever get saved and come all the way to the pulpit. But what happened? He saw a different. He didn't hear a different. He saw a different. I lived different. I wouldn't participate with them parties anymore. He brought it right on, but it didn't bother me. I was wrapped up in Jesus. I'm serious. But he bought it. I laid his clothes out for him to go to the nightclub. Didn't bother me. I didn't say I'm going with them. I had Jesus. God knows I had Jesus. And I was so happy to find and falling over with Jesus. Nothing else mattered. Roof could fall off and everything. Nothing didn't me. As long as you went and take Jesus from me, honest goodness, I didn't care what went on. Just don't take Jesus from me. Hallelujah. As much as I love the pastor's swimming, yeah. if he would have tried to take Jesus from me, I would have divorced him. Because Jesus was, and he still is, everything to me. As long as I have Jesus, that's enough. When I fell in love with him, I went all the way head deep. Amen. Amen. Wow.